everyone. Welcome to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. I'm Melissa Albers. And I'm JJ Parker. This podcast is for seekers, seekers of happiness and joy, seekers of a centered approach to success in life, seekers of their true, authentic selves. Get ready for some real talk on everything from anxiety, emotions, and habits to love, compassion, and forgiveness. We know you'll be challenged and enlightened by this conversation. We're so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Melissa, you know what I really struggle with? What? Telling people I love them. <laughs> yeah, I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Don't agree so quickly. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, tell me more about that. <laughs> oh, well, that's it. I think it's an interesting thing. And and when I, I was thinking about it in like a lot of different ways, like, mm-hmm. is it sort of like a male female thing? Is it a childhood upbringing thing? Is it a mm-hmm. Midwest thing? Is it a cultural thing? Like what? Like there's a lot of elements that probably go into it. Introvert and extrovert. Oh yeah, right? People who are like much more expressive, right? Than others. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's very interesting actually. I think, I I don't know if it's just me or lots of other people struggle with that too. Oh my goodness, that's a universal problem. That's a universal issue, I think. Mm. I am. Wait, you, you, can I like just tell everybody how we got to this topic? Sure. Because okay, so everybody, we have this long list of ideas that we always keep and we add to. You know, like what we're going to talk about with our podcast. We never run out of ideas. Like the list keeps getting longer, and we just think we're never going to get to it. There are two topics on the list that I always love because you phrase them, and what we <laughs> we just both add. You know, topics when we think of them, and this one always cracked me up. Because what you named it is, I love you, man, after three drinks. Oh, yeah, after three drinks. <laughs> and I just loved that. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that... to the point where I'm a little sad we're going to be finishing this because it'll come off the list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. That particular like podcast idea session was. It was like one I had when I was like stuck somewhere traveling. Yeah, you were. <laughs> just like, whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know because you had written a whole bunch of thoughts about it yeah. in addition, which I thought were really, really cool. And I actually All right, have what were those here. thoughts? Yep. Like, let's remind, reminded right. me of those thoughts. Okay, so so the, the topic is being able to express our love for someone. But mm-hmm. the way you went into it was, you know, I love you, man, after three drinks. And then your question that you asked right away was, why does it take alcohol to lower our inhibitions to make us speak our true feelings? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you want me to read all of them or just do yeah, you want to riff on this? Yeah, let's go for it. Let's okay. just go, go for the Can, whole thing and we'll okay. take okay. some. Can I tell someone that I love them in a day-to-day situation? And mm. I would add in a work situation too. That's super mm-hmm. interesting. Why do I have a hard time remembering to tell my mom that I love her? <laughs> Hi, mom. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mrs. Parker. I love you too. Okay. Is love a sign of weakness? Seems like it should be the opposite. Mm -hmm. Then you had, so there's two more, sponsoring feelings. We know there's only two, love being one and fear being the other. And then you ended with this very profound one, which is, why is projecting love rooted in fear? Mm. It's life's great oxymoron. Yeah. I love that. I think that whole topic is really interesting. (laughs) <laughs> that how was many t- profound. <laughs> how many times have you been in a bar 
and you have seen someone that had three or four glasses of truth serum mm -hmm. or more and were making a complete ass out of themselves. Yeah, but plenty of times. I can't yeah. count that many times. Right, right. <laughs> But, but that's such a scenario, right? Like everyone's yeah. together, you're hanging out with your friends, yeah. everyone's had a few drinks, and then it's just like a huge love fest. Like everyone loves everyone, they're hanging all over each other. And I know, you know, which is that is funny, right? It is. It takes that lower in inhibitions to get you to that place. But why can't you be in that place all the time? Yeah. Right? There's nothing that that says that that you shouldn't be. Right. Yeah. And of course, I'm going right to the extreme, you know, the extreme version of sloppy drunk. I don't mean that there is something right in the middle of that. And th that's exactly right. It's like where you do feel so much safer to say what's really on your mind. And mm -hmm. I think it is a safety thing. It is a safety thing. Melissa and I are huge self-awareness nerds. We've been working on this stuff for a really long time, and we love talking about it and sharing it with all of you. We've actually brought all of the stuff we've made into an online course, and we think it's really great. The course starts by learning about yourself and how your mind-body connection works. It dives into your thoughts and feelings, and then helps you learn how to become your true authentic self. Start your journey today. Head to theselfawarenessjourney.com to learn more and sign up. So why would it be a safety thing? Because like if you tell someone you love them mm -hmm. and they don't reciprocate that, mm -hmm. that's scary. Yeah. Right? Is it? That's like a date. That's like that 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 sounds like a Seinfeld episode. I think that was a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> <laughs> Right, where you throw the I love you out there to the person you're dating and they just say, all right, let's go get some pizza. Oh, my. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld is so amazing taking the human conditioning and translating it, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. But yeah, he took that exact, he took this exact same topic and turned it into an entire show yep. about people oh. being afraid. Well, you know, you and I have talked a little bit about my comfort level in telling people how I feel, but I wasn't mm -hmm. always like that before. But I just decided for me, I never wanted anyone that was close to me to not know how I felt. Mm. I just did it. If I got hit by a bus tomorrow, and I know someone that has a bus company, and every time I say that, I always feel like I have to apologize because he'd always <laughs> say, why does it have to be a bus? Yeah. Buses are safe. <laughs> <laughs> If something happened to me tomorrow, I would never, ever want to have left anything unsaid, mm -hmm. right? So for me, I have kind of like almost forced myself to get more comfortable. But you're right. People are not comfortable. Those three words are very, very powerful words. You know, and I, I like I even have a girlfriend who is one of my best friends. And in her family, they didn't say those words. Mm. Did they say that? In, did your parents say that to mm -hmm. you? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Yeah. Again, knowing that my mom's definitely listening to this episode <laughs> to get myself in trouble. But yes, definitely we did as when I was growing up. Yeah. Yeah. So 
So well, let me ask you. So you wrote, can I tell someone that I love them in a day-to-day situation? What's your mm-hmm. answer? No. <laughs> My answer <laughs> right. is no, I can't. So, okay, I got to just paint the visual right now because whenever we get into the, some of these conversations that become slightly uncomfortable, your chair starts spinning, Yeah, spinning, I know. It probably makes the audio get all funny too. No, it, I don't no? think it okay. does, but no, because you've learned how to keep your face <laughs> right next to the mic. mic. Right, yeah. <laughs> Spin my torso. (laughs) Well, I think there's a couple things happening with that. Yeah. Especially from like, there is a male, Mm. there's certainly from the male perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's not really like an encouraged thing to say. Like, I Mm. feel like as a, yeah, yeah, as a male, like, you're just not really encouraged to share that, Mm -hmm. to say those words and express those feelings. Because somehow, like I said, it somehow, it's perceived as a, like a weakness. Right. Right? Yeah. Which I think is really, really interesting. But but no, like I don't run around telling people I love them. Right. right. Mm-hmm. I mean, even like I wrote, like like I'll still struggle to, to even say it to my mom when we hang up the phone for mm-hmm. some reason. I'm 45. That doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Right? Yeah. Of course I love my mom. Like why wouldn't I just tell her that, you know? But... I don't know what it is. It's 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 something that does not it doesn't feel natural. It doesn't it's, feel natural. Does yeah. it feel would you would you like just speaking because you're a male and I'm a female, I, I'm le- legitimately asking this. Does it feel like it's or does it feel like you could be perceived in a certain way if you did that? Like what's the pervasive reason why is it just societal norms? Like, what's the pervasive reason? Yeah, I, that's a good question. It does feel a little scary. Hmm. And and do you think it's scary because you will be thought of differently or because you will look vulnerable or? Yeah, right. Like, there's so much. I, I would say, like, maybe, I don't know how it is now, but maybe even growing up hmm. when I grew up, there was, like, a lot of, like, tough guy, macho. Mm. Like if you're macho and tough, you just don't say that stuff, right? Yeah. You gotta yeah. have a like a like a heart tattoo that says mom, <laughs> but you can't say I love you, right? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's but so funny. There is like I think there is like a male macho bravado thing. Yeah. That in our culture that says mm-hmm. like you don't run around and and say I love you to people. Yeah. Well, and I'm not I'm not like trying to put you on the spot, right? Like to come up. No, I'm just curious what your thoughts are about my that perspective of it. Yeah. 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 Yep. So do do you have a tattoo? Then? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no mom tattoo. Sorry, mom. <laughs> oh so, my gosh. Well, the other thing that I'll I've observed mm-hmm. is my wife like has no problem telling her girlfriends I love you. Like they'd be like hanging out. Yeah. Have lunch. And then that will be like the way they say goodbye to each other. Yeah. I'm the same. And way. I always take that. I always say like, wow, like that seems to me to be like a, a big thing to say, but they just say it like super casually all the time. Yeah. I do too. Like I would never hang out with one of my guy friends and, and use that as like, the sign off. Not unless you used man at the end and you'd had three yeah. drinks. <laughs> Punch them or something other. <laughs> right? I love you and I punch you. <laughs> <laughs> 
I would say only socially acceptable way to do that as a man. Do you think? Oh my gosh! Do you, do you think that society is trying to change that at all? I hope so. But I don't know if it is. Like, <laughs> I know we're trying to change a lot of things, like all the conversation about millennials and you know mm-hmm. being more in tune and saying how they think and feel more, and yet. This particular thing, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's a that's a great question. You mm-hmm. said you asked something that I I think is even more extreme than <laughs> what we're talking about with our friends and the family. You said, "Can you say that at work?" Oh yeah, <laughs> like, right. What? <laughs> Pretty sure you can. <laughs> Pretty sure you can. Oh. Wow. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I was, I just, now I'm getting, I, now I've just got the giggles about all of this. I just am picturing you sitting in a bar and smacking somebody in the arm so hard you both fall off the yeah. bar stools. <laughs> and I try to picture my husband in this conversation and there's just absolutely no way. <laughs> absolutely not, not happening. Not going to do that at all. No, he's not going to, next time I see him, he's not going to. Tell me that. No, oh. and he won't tell me in public either. <laughs> See? Right. Yes. So there again, that's a very closed. Yeah. Like it's very closed around that that couple of words. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I mean, I, maybe that's not the right way to phrase it, but there's a lot of resistance to saying, yeah, I love you. You know, what's really funny is, and you, you were talking about like some of the reasons why, you know, and I'm sure there's tons of psychological reasons that are, have been, you know, studied at nauseum, mm-hmm. but I, I just, the ones that you kind of listed, you're like, I wonder if it's like cultural, like where we live. Mm-hmm. And I will say that there is um, a definite cultural difference between us and the UK, say for example, mm-hmm. like my best friend lives over there, one of my best friends, and I will tell her, I love her. And it just flat out throws her off. Like she just runs away. She She's just like totally <laughs> flat-footed. She doesn't know what to think. It's like, <laughs> you just don't do that. Like that's what she would say, right? It's like, oh, such an American. You know, what? that's what she would say. She's getting a little more used to it. And now if she's particularly weak or soft or emotional about mm-hmm. something, then she may slip it in there. But it's hmm. very rare. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, it's very so, rare. Can we think of a different culture that we've visited that is much more free with saying yeah, I that think, phrase? I think the Latino culture is more free in mm-hmm. expressing all of their feelings. Mm. Like that just comes to mind immediately. Yep. I've had so many Latino friends that are dear, dear friends. And yeah, just the level in which they are willing to express and accept others. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that's interesting that Mm -hmm. a lot of it, it could be cultural. Okay. Yeah. That's like, I want to put a pin in that for just a second. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I just, I should just, maybe I'll just send out an email to everyone at work that says, I love you. And that's just it. Just like, (laughs) if I just put that in an email at work, is that okay? Yeah. You know what's going to happen? Everyone's going to think you're dying. Yeah, right. Oh, oh no. That was... <laughs> that was so, so weird of him. Something so must be weird. terribly wrong. Just for the record, there are lots and lots of people 
that I work with every day that I love. I know. I'm not going to name them by names because nope. that would be super awkward. <laughs> but if they're listening, you're one of them. <laughs> <laughs> if they're listening, if you've made it through almost 100 mm. podcasts with us and you're still listening, you're yeah. definitely one of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if I would be able to get our organ because to me, the number one thing mm-hmm. in a work situation mm-hmm. is safety, mm. right? Is emotional safety. Not, I mean, mm. we're, yeah, we're a yeah. software company. We don't need physical yeah. safety. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, is providing emotional safety. To me, the uh, number one test that it is an extremely emotionally safe place mm-hmm. would be if I heard people telling them, I, I love that, like they love each other at work. That would be like an amazing litmus test. Yeah, wouldn't it? Of emotional safety. Yeah. So I have a question for you. Okay. Do you feel like because this is how we feel that how how do you feel parents bring the same kind of idea to their children? Do you think Mm. parents try to be different with their children as a result of how they are, even with this idea of love? Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So part of that to me is like the, like the generational cycle, mm-hmm. yes. right? Like if you had parents that weren't very expressive, mm-hmm. emotionally expressive, then it's likely that you are also not very emotionally expressive. Or you do the or opposite. Yeah. You do the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. yeah or exactly. you recognize that and you say, Hey, I am going to be exactly different than that. Yes. Right? I agree. I agree. I'd say for, because because generally our brains are running on autopilot mm-hmm. unless we're very purposeful about changing that cycle mm-hmm. it just happens again right yeah and maybe not maybe not to such extreme maybe a little bit less a little bit more you know yeah but it just kind of don't notice you just don't notice because it's on autopilot yeah, yeah. i remember when my because my folks were split up and so i wasn't with my dad very much but my dad and i are like so similar and my dad was not demonstrative or you know, effusive in his words at all. Like he was not comfortable saying he loved me when I was, you know, in my teens and 20s and that sort of thing. But I actually made a decision. It was a very purposeful decision, speaking exactly what you're talking about now, that I was going to start telling him I loved him. Mm. And I didn't care if I heard that back. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't doing it for any other reason other than I wanted him to know. And for a really long time, I would say that and he would never say anything back. Mm. And one day, one day he said, I love you too. Mm. And I was blown away. I actually hung up and cried because I was wow. like, wow, that must have taken, that was really uh, intentional on his part. And you know yep. what? Now we say it every time we talk and hang up. Wow. It's it's like, but I didn't even think about that at first. It's like, because that was just his model when he was growing mm. up. You know, mm-hmm. that's just how it was. And he wasn't trying to be a certain way, good or bad. And I knew he loved me. There wasn't a question that I knew he loved me, but it was something about, saying those words that really meant something to me. Yeah. Wow. That's, yeah, that's an amazing story. Yeah. Yeah. And now I don't even think about it, neither does he. Yeah. It's pretty but cool. But there was a period of time in that story where you were saying that and you weren't yes. getting that back. So yep. yes, you for probably sure. had a lot of feelings mm-hmm. during that part of the story. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of that whole pa- parent-child thing as an adult child there's mm-hmm. a whole bunch in this topic right here as it re- as it relates to I love you. Um, oh, 
like that you referred to yourself as an adult child. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm... <laughs> I live in someone's basement. And I play Pac-Man all day with a black concert t-shirt and a bunch of Mountain Dew. <laughs> Culture club. Right. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, I think that there's a whole bunch in there. And, and I would suggest, you know, like if this conversation makes people a little uncomfortable, it might be because they don't want to be in a situation that they are with their parents yeah. or something. It could be like, well, you know, that's interesting to think about. Yeah, here's here's what I want to talk about next with with this topic. Yeah. Is like you might feel mm -hmm. like you want to say I love you to somebody. Yes. Right? Like your being, your gut, your mm -hmm. your soul says like I want to express that to this person because that's what they mean to me and I mm -hmm. want them to know it. Yeah. And then our brain says, oh, no, like that could be unsafe. You could be judged. You could, you know, Awkward, da, 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 Yeah. Right. Um, and then what happens is you violate your instinct. Oh, right? what a word. So that causes a problem mm. because the more you kind of like go against mm -hmm. or, or repress like what your sort inner of like being in, in, wants. yeah inner mm -hmm. being wants the worst is going to get and then you're going to start making up stories about mm. why you're not saying it to that person like oh yeah but they don't want to hear it anyway mm. or like they're not really that important anyway or actually now they don't really love them that much you mm -hmm. know like you start making all of this stuff up which yeah. which definitely has an effect on your energy and your relationships mm -hmm. that's such a good call out I think, you know, like if you're in that situation and you want to be expressive of someone, I think that the key in all of this is what your expectation is mm. as a result. Mm -hmm. Like if you set up your expectation, as I always say, expectation is resentment waiting to happen. My coach taught me that. And that is so true. Mm -hmm. Expectation is simply resentment waiting to happen. So if we want to say I love you to someone because we really truly want them to know and it would feel good in saying it. That's the reason that we do it. We wouldn't want to do it waiting for them to say it back or to feel mm -hmm. validated by what they responded us, to us with. Yep. I think that's, that's where hard. things get. Yeah. Yep. Well, it, it can be hard, but it actually gets kind of easier. Like mm. my one girlfriend that I was telling you, it's like, you know, I've told her I loved her. I don't I don't know, countless times. And I just like for me, it's almost like I'm <laughs> I have a little I'm wearing her down. She's going to get used to hearing that no matter what. Because she never, ever heard that as a child, not once. Mm. She yeah. never heard that, not once. So when I said that to her, she was like, what? Like, you know, it threw her off. And I'm like, yeah, I do. Okay, so you want to go eat? Like to me, <laughs> you know, It's right? moved on. Yeah. Yeah. So I do think it's kind of like in that expectation piece. It's like mm. the, the reason needs to be pure and because mm -hmm. it feels good in doing it, not because yep. you expect something back. Yeah. Awesome. Good episode. Such a... <laughs> Hey, Melissa. Hey, what? I love you. I love you too, JJ. <laughs> See, was that so hard? <laughs> no. Did you enjoy this episode? Please go to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe, rate, and leave a review so others can discover it as well. Growing self-awareness is a lifelong journey, and there's always further to go. And it's better when we're all in it together. Please think of someone you know who could benefit from hearing today's conversation and share this episode with them. We can't thank you enough for listening. Until next time, happy exploring, seekers.